All right, man. This is episode number 47 of the Cozy Corner of Cinema. This is being recorded on Sunday, February 19th, 2023 at 3.01 p.m. Hope your guys' week has been fantastic. I hope you guys have been working on whatever it is you need to work on, your goals, your dreams. I hope you can look back at any accomplishments that you have and go, all right, man, we're making we're making progress, man, that we need to. I know I certainly have, man. I tell you, you know, this past week has been phenomenal in terms of uh, accomplishing what I needed to accomplish. Uh, the writing has gone fantastically. You know, I'm the kind of guy where, it, you know, if I'm writing, man, I got to be in the zone. I got to, you know, get rid of all the outside distractions, get off social media. Not that I'm on social media, but if you're on it, you know, just, just get off it, man. Uh, you know, focus on whatever it is you need to focus on. If you need to put on music or get any kind of inspiration that you need to to keep the progress going, then do it, man. You know, um, I found myself, uh, you know, uh, in a good position right now in my uh, in my life where, you know, because I work by myself, that gives me the opportunity to constantly be thinking and constantly uh, drawing inspiration. You know, I love listening to a lot of music at work, all kinds of music. Um, and in turn, that ends up, you know, uh, uh, I putting uh, uh, visual visuals in my head to, to pieces of audio. Uh, oh, this would this, you know, if this paired together, this would be good here. Or, oh, man, actually, this piece of music is, is drawing me this idea to, that I'm going to use later. That's fantastic. You know, uh, whatever it is, man, whatever it is you can find inspiration from, then just go towards it, man, you know. Uh, geez, Louise, man, I actually got out of work a little bit ago. So if you'll excuse me for a second, I'm going to have a can of this. All right, man. But, you know, at the end of the day, what it all comes down to is having the routine that whatever it is, whatever routine that you need to go about your daily life and to get what you need to get done, done. Now, the thing is, though, man, is that you got a question. You got to ask yourself, are you actually going to want to accomplish these goals? A lot of people want to do a lot of things. I want to be a famous rock star. I want to be a famous actor. I want to. I want to, you know, scale a mountain. I want to do this and I want to do that. And my first question, anytime anybody tells me that, my first question, man, is, well, what are you doing to work on that? And I'll tell you, you know, more times than not, I get, ah, oh, well, you know, it's just a, it's just a pipe dream or, you know, nothing really about it. Maybe one day, man, maybe one day, what the hell are you talking about? That That's today, you know? What the hell are you talking about? Maybe one day, maybe we're going to be dead one day, you know? That's why we're given the time we are given, which isn't a lot of time. It's not enough time, but we all get 24 hours and it all matters what we do with that 24 hours. We all have different circumstances. We all have different obligations, um, but import, but it's important, man, to work on what it is you need to work on for your artistic endeavors, man. You know, you talk to people and you ask them what they what you want to do with their life and they, they don't want to do anything, man. They just, you know, they're content with just, spending the weekend just going to the pub and just drifting and going on social media and then hey man you know i'm a firm believer and as long as you're happy doing what you're doing then it ain't my ain't my uh, uh position or my right to tell you how to live your life if that's what you want to do and you're happy doing it then you've already succeeded in life and i wish only but the best for you where i you know where the problem comes in is that people want to do these great things i want to be a filmmaker i want to make these great films all right man where well, you going out and you what are you you filming anything you writing screenplays you studying the craft at all are you what are you drawing inspiration from They're like ah well you know i just i don't have time man well, man you ain't ever gonna have time 
It's all about what you do with those pockets of time that you get, man. Are you kidding me? I mean, come on, man. You think that some of the greatest filmmakers of all time, you know, just kind of, uh, you know, were given, hey, man, here's a here's a boatload of money. Here's a boatload of time. Do whatever you want with it. You know, <laughs> that, ain't, that ain't gonna happen, man. You look at the great filmmakers of the 70s, a lot of these up-and-coming kids, the Scorseses, the Coppolas, the Lynches, Bogdanoviches, you know what they did, man? They went out there and they did it. They all came from different different backgrounds and they're all legends now. And we enjoy their arts and we take in their art and it influences us and future generations of artists and all that, man. So you got to just really be focused. You got to, if you want to do something, you got to be headstrong in doing it, man. Because ain't no one going to do it for you. And if you're waiting for somebody to do it for you, you've been waiting a long time, man. You might as well get in the coffin right now. Ain't much of a life to live, I tell you, man. But with that said, writing's going fantastically right now. It's just, it's going so well, man. Uh, let me tell you, man. I, a complete, a complete, uh, uh, incredible experience yesterday, you know. I had just finished a book that a family member had gotten me for Christmas. You know, I'd gotten a couple books for Christmas, and it's taken me until now to finish all of them. So about a month and uh, some change and all that. And I needed a new book. So, you know, I was going to, you know, once I like I like Barnes & Noble because I like the atmosphere. It's very laid back. Every time, you know, the staff there are nice. Everyone's cool. They got a good selection of books. You see people just sitting in chairs and taking in all this literature and people hanging out at the cafe, talking about their lives, talking about their goals. People maybe buy the magazines, looking at the newest issue of whatever, uh, you know, uh, interest they have in film or music or, uh, you know, uh, geography or, or architecture or anything. Not geography, that's not the right word. You know what I mean, man. They're taking it all in. It's a great atmosphere. But, you know, I, sometimes it's a little bit easier. It, it's, it's not as easy to pull the trigger sometimes on buying books in terms of buying brand new books, you know, because I, I go through books fairly quickly, man. You know, I, 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 I've kind of gone back and forth between reading multiple at once and then reading one at a time. And right now I'm at the point where I'm reading one at a time, just cause I'd like to stay totally focused on one subject or one idea. Whereas before, if I'm bouncing between multiples, then I am uh, less, um, I find myself uh, feeling like I'm slagging behind, which is totally a personal um, thing. It's, it's, you know, I, I, most of the readers that I know read multiple books at once, um, and, and it works for them, uh, but it just doesn't work as well for me, I've noticed. But with that said, so I, I needed a new book, and I was I was determined to, I had a couple in mind, you know, uh, the, the new Paul Newman biography I've been hearing some really good things about. Uh, you know, I still haven't had an opportunity to, or I still haven't read, I should say, I have had opportunities, but I haven't taken them on to read Quentin Tarantino's new book, Cinema Speculation, which is one I've been really wanting to read, and I was kind of... Uh, uh, I thought about, you know, I'm going to go and get that one, but I looked at the price. It's a little price, about $30, which is a little much for, uh, for a book that, uh, you know, I could have easily went online and bought it. But what I like to do when I'm not a big, you know, I really hate, uh, going out and shopping. I hate, you know what I hate, man? I hate when people are like, Hey, let's just go and let's just look around. Like, look around. Man. What the hell are you talking about? Let's want to look around me you got a whole internet of things that are peaked to your interest man i don't ever want to go to a place just look around if i'm going to a bookstore man i'm leaving with a book you know if, if that's my intention i ain't gonna go to a toy store if i don't play toy with toys man just to look at the games get, get out of here man life's too short for that sort of thing but i went you know i i didn't go to barnes and Noble. i went to this other bookstore this used bookstore that was uh that was nearby i i hadn't uh, been to I think I'd heard about, but, uh, you know, I hadn't, 
But, you know, so I thought, you know what, man? I have time today. Let me go to this used bookstore because months ago I went to a different used bookstore and was rewarded for my uh, for for going off the beaten path. I, I actually I found those that terrific Howard Hawks biography, just completely engrossing and uh, just loved it. And the uh, man, it's just that feeling of being overwhelmed by the amount of uh, books there. Like, what what direction am I gonna take? You know. So I go to this new bookstore, man. Uh, this new to me, I should say, it's been there for some time and it's, you know, right from the get go, it's, it's like picturesque. It's the parking lot is hidden in the, in this woodsy area. You know, in fact, I missed the street at first. I had to actually go back and it's covered, you know, the trees are, are, are just the, the, the sun going through the trees is illuminating. It was a beautiful sunny day. And, you know, you get there, there's all these shops in this one little farm area, there's a ballet studio, there's a craft area, and I was like, man, this is already, like, something out of a, a geez, like, out of a novel or something, I was gonna say a Jane Austen novel, that ain't right, who am I thinking of? Not Jane Austen, but anyways, man, so I go around this corner, and, you know, it's a good sign right there, it's a table, free books, this literature is free. And I thought, oh, right, this is already a good sign, man. And I walk right through in the pure sea of books ahead, just giving you, asking you the biggest question. Where do you want to be taken? Where do you want to be taken this next time in your life? What will you devote your time to? You can devote it to so many different things, to science fiction, to poetry, to uh, uh, studies of any, uh, you know, political studies, uh, you know, whatever it is. And and uh, it was a beautiful sight. A uh, gentleman behind the counter greeted me, and I was, I just, in that moment, I realized, man, this is what it's about. And I'm going through, man, looking for, because I'm looking for the film section, man. That's what I'm there for. And I'm walking through, and I'm seeing all these great piles, of these, these shelves of books. You have political studies here, and you have mystery and cry, true crime here, and you have uh, you know uh, uh, encyclopedias of, of specific topics. And, and then you go to the back, man, and there's a laser disc, and it's strung from a ceiling, almost like inviting you. The reflection immediately catches your eye. It says, come on, man, this is where the knowledge is at. And, I, man, I go over there. And it was completely engrossing. You know, you look at the shelves, it was film studies, biographies, film references, world cinema. And in that moment, the pure, overwhelming, just adrenaline hits you. Not adrenaline in a way where you want to run around and go act like a madman, but adrenaline. And wow, what knowledge will I gain today, man? Filmmakers like Romer and Truffaut and Bergman and Hitchcock and uh, Sales, all these terrific filmmakers. And the, you want to read about him or her or them? Oh my gosh, man. It was completely just, it was a moment that cannot be replicated in another way. It's a true out of body experience that once you realize you're in it, it is a high like no other. It is an intoxication like no other that you are surrounded by all this great wealth of knowledge and it's up to you to decide what direction you are going to put your time into and let me tell you man i walked out with some books and i've been smiling ever since man in fact uh one of the books that i picked up 
was a biography on experimental filmmaker Kenneth Anger. Kenneth Anger is somebody who has always been very interesting to me. I haven't seen uh, many of his shorts, but the names have always uh, uh, stayed with you. You know, Scorpio Rising, Lucifer Rising, uh, Invocation of My Demon Brother, uh, and he, he was uh, uh, involved with uh, notable figures like Anton LaVey and Bobby Bousseol. How do you say his name? Bousseol? I don't know how to say his name, man. And he's, uh, man, it's just, I'm reading this book, and my gosh, man, it is truly, it's like there's a light that shined on to this building, this bookstore, and it said, you're going to want to go over here, man, and been thank been thankful ever since. It's crazy, but Kenneth Anker's still alive, man. He was born, what, 1937? Yeah, man, he's 96 now. Holy moly, man. Talk about somebody who's lived a full life. When this book started out and they were talking about life in the 20s and 30s, I'm like, oh my gosh, man. Now, I think this book was written in sometime in the 90s, to my knowledge. I might be wrong about that. I don't remember where the copyright was, but uh, it's a fascinating portrayal so far. Just this outsider out in the beating path. This is just this uh, this artist who is doing this very uh, uh, strange work. It's a very experimental work, you know. I... Uh, a lot of experimental cinema, I, I find myself, uh, you know, either being very engaged to or being very uh, uh, disengaged in terms of, you know, uh, experimental, ne not necessarily in a linear or narrative fashion, but experimental in how a a film is portrayed. You know, there's experimental filmmakers like, you know, I mean, I guess even to, you know, Andy Warhol did a, a different type of experimental filmmaking. Um, but I look at it more so as uh, not not exactly a what a cl what a cliche would come to mind in terms of uh, in terms of this kind of filmmaking. I'm talking about filmmaking where if there is a narrative, then it is it is told in a completely unique and different way, you know, or blurring the line between reality and and uh, and fantasy, you know. What is that? I watched recently uh, Symbiopsychotaxoplasm Take One, and what a fascinating, experimental, uh, almost non-linear at times, uh, quasi-documentary, fictitious story, you know. It's, it's, it's completely interesting in its own right, but... Um, by some by some sort of chance or some sort of you know and I also uh, uh, going back to the point before when I was talking about the Howard Hawks book is that because of reading that book it has made me more uh, aware to check out his films you know when I scroll through TCM every you know every week I scroll through TCM and I record X amount of films that I need to and uh, you know being aware of films like Sergeant York with Gary Cooper and Only Angels Have Wings with Cary Grant two films that I hadn't been too familiar with previously but since I read that book. You bet your butt I was on them. And you know what? I liked them both. They're both fantastic films. And with Kenneth Anger's work, I know I'm going to have to see some more of his um, short films. I think a lot of his early ones are not uh, available to my knowledge. I think it was pre-fireworks that are not available to the public. But, um, you know, he's a name that... It has has kind of gone beyond just the the underground and gone beyond the experimental. He is a name that, in his own right, uh, uh, well, actually, you know, outside of the filmmaking as well, you know, the whole, um, you know, the his both of his Hollywood Babylon books very um, uh, controversial for a uh, number of reasons. Actually, there was that podcast. What the hell was that podcast, man? I. Uh, Gosh, I wish I remember the name of it. It was an interesting podcast that I was going through the episodes, 
and they were going through different parts of Hollywood Babylon and speculating ab- upon whether or not it had any base in reality because Hollywood Babylon is, is famously, to my knowledge, mostly false, you know. But I shouldn't even, um, uh, uh, I shouldn't even get too much into it until I, uh, you know, really complete the novel itself. But let me tell you, man, that's the rewards that you reap when you go off the beaten path. And you take your own path in life, man. You do your thing. You could have played it safe and went to Barnes & Noble and gotten the book, but you decided, I decided to go off and try something different, man. And now I reap the benefits and the rewards. And you should do the same, and you can do the same. I mean, a name, a, a word that comes to mind when talking about Kenneth Anger is transgressive, you know, this kind of outsider art, and uh, in a chance of destiny or fate or whatever it may be, you know, I came across the work of, P- of controversial artist Peter Sotos because uh, I had been originally familiar with his work with Jamie Gillis, uh, adult actor Jamie Gillis, um, and they... The, the book that he wrote, um, that is Peter Soto's, what's it called? Pure Filth, I think it's called. Um, and uh, let me actually look that up here because I want to make sure I get that right. Yeah, it's Pure Filth. Um, it says by Jamie Gillis and Peter Soto's. Um, I think it's fairly out of print to my knowledge. But uh, but Peter Soto's as well, that's a, that's a rabbit hole right there of a person. You know, I found myself, uh, by coincidence or not, you know, looking upon the work of a, a transgressive artist like Kenneth Anger, and then here I am looking at the work and art of Peter Sotos, you know, and and um, his different mediums of uh, of uh, of writings and of music, and a very fascinating guy, you know. It's a it's a case where it's hard to true like to, it's 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 difficult to fully research because he's a guy he's a he's a controversial figure where you look him up and it's a lot of people who are presenting more of their opinions than facts so it's hard to draw your own opinion when you're only getting filtered throughout somebody else's man and i mean understandably so his work is upsetting uh, uh, you know a lot of his work is upsetting to a lot of people and they're going to have strong reactions to that. But I find that figures like him, artists like him, who do really risky, um, uh, you know, things like that, are, are some of the most interesting by going off the beaten path. Um, I had listened to his uh, album, his, what the hell is it called? Buyer's Market, I believe is the name of it. Uh, make sure I got that right here. Yeah, that's right. And it's a fascinating um, and unsettling uh, al- uh, album. It's not a musical album. It's a, it's about an hour long, and it's on YouTube from 1992, and it's all uh, excerpts and um, dialogue from uh, victims of, uh, I believe, mostly sexual abuse. Um, they talk. There's uh, testimonies from parents who lost. Uh, there's a whole part about Ted Bundy and the parents who had lost uh, their kids to Ted Bundy, and and uh, it's just an it's an unsettling um, hour there, but fascinating. All all the best, man. It's, it's, you, you listen to some of it, and it just gets under your skin. You just you you know. I, I was at work getting some get work done. I was all by myself on this building, just hearing some of these 
these testimonials, these things that you just can't even imagine putting into words. And, and uh, it's just a fascinating listen that I would recommend only if you are aware of what you're getting into, you know, because it's definitely not going, you know, when it's all said and done after that hour, I just found myself going, man, that was something else, man. Very interesting artist and interesting work. And I, 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 I find it so, uh, uh, an interesting coincidence of these two uh, artists entering my peripheral uh, uh, at so close of a time. Now, I had been familiar with Peter's work, uh, specifically Pure Filth, previously, but I had never followed up on it. So the fact that now I had actually gone and done a bit more um, investigating into him and some of his writings and uh, how sincere any of it was, you know, what I was saying before is that, you know, when, uh, when Peter Sotos is talking about certain, uh, uh, horrible acts, um, you know, some people have said that he is sincere, others said that he is not. So, uh, whenever it comes to, uh, any sort of public controversial figure like this, you have to draw ultimately your, your own research, you know, not even necessarily your own conclusions, but you have to, uh, I mean, your own conclusions in, in a in a shallow sense of obviously being subjective and not allowing yourself to be um, pr- uh, 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 swayed by the first opinion that you read. You know, you have to do your own research and then find out where it is you're going to fall on, you know, on the spectrum for that. But fascinating stuff overall, man. Jeez Louise, man. Let me tell you, I'm definitely going to be keeping an eye on that for sure, though. For pure filth, um, I think, like I said, it might be. Uh, I think, to my knowledge, it's very out of print. But either way, it is one that I will have to keep an eye out for, along with some of his other work. Let's get that up right here. All right, so the Oscars are coming up, and I don't know when that actually is. I don't know if it's this Sunday or the Sunday after that. And I took the time to go to the cinema. To watch the Oscar shorts, the live action and animated narrative shorts. I have yet to see the documentary shorts. And, um, you know, I don't, I wanted to use the opportunity to highlight uh, some other shorts that I saw this year as part of the Manhattan Short uh, Festival. It was uh, 10 short films from around the world. And uh, you go to the cinema, you watch these shorts, and then you cast your vote for, um, you know, your, which one was your favorite, uh, which was the best performance, which was the best um, directed. And uh, it was a total just blast. You know, I, I there of the, of the ten shorts, uh, there was only, I think, one I didn't like. The other nine were all very good in their own right. You know, it's, um, it's one of these things where uh, when when the Oscars got announced, I was uh, surprised. I, I thought in the back of my head uh, that there would be at least one of these terrific shorts nominated, but there uh, were nothing. And um, I'm trying to actually find the list here so I can bring these up. You know, the website is not, not great. Uh, let's see here. I do apologize. I will have to. I might have to pause this for a second because I cannot find this list. So bear with me for just a moment. Finally found it. All right, man. So of the 10 shorts, I want to highlight at least five that I think are worth your time. Uh, Actually, maybe it was eight that I liked. Yeah, 
this one here I wasn't really too crazy about. So I'm going to highlight five that I find I found were great and I think are worth your time. So um, I think the one that won the festival overall, this website is not the best. Yes, the one that actually won, okay, sip of this here, was The Treatment, directed by Alvaro Carmona. It's about two minutes long or so, a two or three minutes long. And now I don't know where to see any of these, to my knowledge. I imagine that you should be able to go online and watch these, but I have no idea. But it's a comedic short about a man who goes to... Oh, geez, actually, I may not have as much time as I need to. So I just ran out of time because I have to get this done at X amount of time. So I'm going to save that for next week. I hope you guys all have a fantastic day. Make sure you are working on what it is you need to be working on so you will not look back and wonder where all the time went. Because I can tell you where the time went. It's right here waiting for you.